I mean, I feel like it should be more vague than that. Or maybe more spe- oddly specific. Oddly specific. It could just be spooky rooms. I also just remembered how oddly anxious I get whenever something starts recording. Okay. <laughs> and I only say that because I've started recording. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Excuse us as we sit here and try to think of a name for this fucking <laughs> podcast. <laughs> hmm. Um, your, your knee hair is so spiky. Yeah, it's how I ward off predators. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome to fighting off my inner predators. My knee-eye predators. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Spiky Knees. <laughs> I like knee-high predators. Knee-high predators. <laughs> Call it that. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Knee high predators. Hi, welcome to knee high predators. (laughs) That has nothing to do with Twitter. (laughs) The show where we talk about my knee high predators (laughs) on Twitter. (laughs) The show where we do not talk about knees, anything that are knee height, (laughs) or anything related to knees, or anything that is knee height. Instead, we're just fueling my ego for how funny I am on Twitter. That's all this is. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Knee High Predators, a show where um, we go through the annals of history, but only in the terms of Robin Denofer's tweets. And I'm here with my co-host, Sanford R. Fells. Hello, that's me, Sanford R. Fells. Your fearful but shameless explorer into the depths <laughs> of Robin's ego. This is very true. This is only happening because you're just fueling my ego. It's true. <laughs> but your tweets are so good. Okay, let's start with the first one then, shall we? Okay. My first thing that I ever posted to Twitter it's was... A, it's truly golden. <laughs> very original. Yeah. How do I twat a tweet? And then follow up, ah, that's how. So, hold on, can I have some water? (laughs) Yeah. This is very unprofessional, Sanford. It is, but I have a (laughs) headache suddenly. It's just very nerve-wracking, I'm sure. I really wanted you to get that gulping sound. It was a good one, some Mm -hmm. ASMR. Yeah. For the folks at home. (laughs) Oof. So yeah. Yeah, sorry. Introduction, and then immediate follow-up, which I think I posted, like, wait, right after. Wait. What? No, no, no. Oh, we have to go into the first we one? We have to go into the first one okay. first. Okay, what do you have to say about this? <laughs> I just, I think it's important to go into the first one so we can understand the context for the second one. Okay. Um. <laughs> How do I twat the tweet? And then the follow-up, ah, uh, that's how. I yes. think this is really indicative to everyone's first experience in using a new medium. Yeah. And I think that's important to understand, important to analyze. Right. Like, so much, so so many, uh, I can't fucking t- speak. <laughs> you can do it. I can't fuck, I can't fucking do it. You can't fuck? I can't fuck. <laughs> I can't fuck. 
Yes, you love the darker mug because okay. you are dark and mysterious. Ooh, let very me, good. Let me describe to you the mug that Robin is about to burn their tongue on. Um, we'll see if it happens. It is dark blue, darker than navy, I would say. Um, and it has a few, a few various types of owls depicted on it in a wonderfully, in a wonderful stylistic, um, I don't know, style. A wonderfully stylistic, stylistic style. style. Yeah. See, this is why we're going over your tweets and not mine. Okay. Because you are eloquent and I am <laughs> only half eloquent. I get the first half and then I just and then I it just, just give like up. fades out. Yeah. But see, that's why you have to start at the beginning. Okay. Not knowing anything, you have to ask, "How do I twat the tweet?" And then you then you finally realize, ah, that's how. Yes. You have to start in a place of unknowing. And you have to go forward into that uncertainty, and that is the only way to figure out how to do it. If anything, this is just like a look into my inner psyche. <laughs> it's a look into your inner psyche, but it's also a metaphor for every single time someone has tried something new. This is true. And in this moment, on October 26, 2018, was the first time that I made a Twitter which is fairly recent. I have not been on Twitter that long. And yet, the progression has been... It's been wonderful. It's been wonderful. <laughs> and you know what? The progression... The progression... Progression? Progression. Progression. <laughs> the, prog- the progression. I'm, ha- I'm having a hard time. You got it. You're um, killing it. <laughs> it is very quick. As, yes. As the next tweet shows... Can I read it now? Robin, what is the second tweet you have ever okay. twat? The second tweet, which I am fairly certain that I tweeted immediately after, was walking on a lone forest path while two old people on bikes barrel towards me, only saved on a moment of recognition. I stared death in the face and he spit on my shoes. Which was inspired by, I was walking on a lone forest path, aka the rail trail, as some of you might know. (laughs) As it is colloquially called. Yes, exactly. Which is just like a straight path into the woods Mm -hmm. that a lot of locals take. I think we, uh, there are rail trails everywhere, dear. Yes. Not in my hometown. Really? Yeah. So it might not be common knowledge. This was my first experience with a rail okay. trail. I just I feel like rail trails are the veins of gentrification. Okay. Like once you have a rail trail in your town, a fancy coffee shop is next, and then a boutique, yes. and then whatever. See, I have in my hometown, which is in Vermont. It's um. We have a whisper of a boutique that no one really knows how it survives. <laughs> we had a fancy coffee shop, but now it's out of there. Mm. We have other fancy coffee shops, which people from New York City think that they can come in and set up and be successful, and then they fail immediately. You're fighting back. Yes. Mm, I yes. see. I see. But anyway, while Sorry. I was walking on this rail trail... These two old people on bikes were just, like, coming towards me, right at me. And the first of the old people riding bikes 
looked at me with just such a blank expression. And I was like, oh my god, he's just gonna, like, run straight into me. (laughs) And then he, like, looked up and I could see, like, just a slight change in his face. Like, oh, person. And so just as he was about to hit me, he swerved out of the way. And then immediately after he passed me, he spit right behind me. (laughs) And I was like, was that supposed to hit me? And he just, like, missed? (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. So he, while he was barreling towards you. Yes. He was staring at you. Yes. With just a blank face. Yes. Just nothing there. And then right when it was about to be too late, he noticed and swerved out of the way. Yes. And then spat? Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't just like, oh, man, I have to hock a loogie right now? It might have been, but I like to think for the sake of drama that he was trying to spit on me. I do think (laughs) you might have just encountered... Not death, because I feel like death wouldn't spit at you, Mm. but some sort of malevolent force. I definitely am sensing that. (laughs) I sense that from this old man. Did he seem hostile? He, the face was so blank, it could have been taken as, like, hostile in the sense, in, like, not caring. Mm, I see. You know how, like, some people are so aggressive about not caring about something that they're, like, hostile about it? That was, like, what I got. You mean bros? Bros, yes. Yes. This was, like, an old man bro. Hmm. But the thing is, I am taking this woman as his wife, who was right behind him. They were, like, in a line. She did the same fucking thing, where she just, like, had that blank expression and she just kind of stared at me <laughs> wait that okay that changes everything though. <laughs> then you're not dealing with one aggressively neutral to the point of hostility bro you're dealing with a hive mind now oh my goodness <laughs> i've encountered a hive mind you're dealing with like these these people have some sort of parasite in them that causes them to only show the bare minimum of consciousness when they are when they are forced to interact with someone i think so yeah because most of the time they can just go about their life and not care but Mm. as soon as they encounter someone they're like oh man i have to act normal enough to like not tip them off Mm -hmm, to my mm -hmm. weird parasite maybe the spitting wasn't even like maybe the spitting wasn't supposed to be a sign of hostility maybe the spitting was this parasite proving to you that it was human enough to still have saliva (laughs) it was just like wait oh i recognize you oh look here's my fluids see i'm just like a little bit convinced that if i had turned around there would have been like acid seeping into the ground wait where he spit. You didn't turn around? <laughs> I didn't. Then how do you know he spat? Because I heard it. It was very audible. It was like... It's very strange that you didn't turn around. <laughs> Maybe he didn't spit. I was afraid. Maybe he did something else. Maybe that was the sound of the worm escaping his spine. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> That's worse. <laughs> Sorry. So was are you suggesting that like the worm was coming for me? 
I am suggesting that maybe the worm needed to get a better look at you. <laughs> but then it just gave up its host. It knew it wasn't worth it. Okay. No, no, it's still in the host. Just like kind of peeking out. <laughs> just peeking out of the back of the head. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, so it wasn't like a... He spit the worm onto the ground. It no, was no. like the worm emerging. That that spitting sound was the was a quick rip of flesh. Oh no! <laughs> I was trying to see what was going on. Oh no! We're gonna have to rate this podcast something for gore. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Could you hand me my tea? I can. Yes. I'm just gonna balance my phone on your knee. That oh, we've been run. here before. Have well, we? One time, I tried to balance a cup of coffee on my knee, and the mug of coffee lost balance, and I just spilled it all over my couch. (laughs) It was... But honestly, it wasn't... I couldn't even describe it as funny. It was was just just dumb. It was so dumb. We were... What were we watching? Like... I think we were watching, like... Full Metal yeah, Alchemist we, or something dumb like that. We were watching Full Metal Alchemist. We were splayed out in the couch. And Robin just... Robin has a mug of coffee. A very, might I say, tubby mug of yeah, coffee. Yeah, it was a tubby mug. And they just put it on their knee. And there was no suspense. It just immediately fell. No, it no. balanced a little bit. You just didn't see it until I, No, like... I watched you do it. Okay. I watched you... I watched the thought process. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna put my mug of coffee here. And I thought, they know something that I don't know. Because there's no way in fuck that that's gonna work. And it did not. And it didn't. And it spilled all over your couch. It was... It was worth it, though, just to see if I could do it. And now I have new knowledge that I can't balance a mug of coffee on my knee. <laughs> you, It's a similar situation. You stared death in the face. And he spit on and my shoes. And he spit on your shoes. Except in this metaphor, the shoes were my couch. Mm-hmm. And the spit was the coffee. Mm-hmm. And death is my own hubris. <laughs> Maybe, maybe this couple, this biking couple, was in fact your own hubris Mm. manifested. Perhaps. Can you bring up the tweet again? Yes, I can. I want to, I want to read it. I want to see if I, okay. So in case you've forgotten, the tweet is, Walking on a lone forest path while two old people on bikes barrel towards me. Only saved on a moment of recognition, I stared death in the face, and he spat, and he spit on my shoes. I feel like spat would have had more oomph. That's a... Is that grammatically correct, and he spit on my shoes? I think because it's present tense. Mm, I stared death in the face, and he spit on my shoes. I don't know if there's a difference... I mean, okay, if we talk about this realistically, maybe the guy was just zoning out. He was just zoning out on a long bike ride. Probably. He's like, whoa. I mean, realistically, they were probably just really tired because they were coming back from a bike ride. This is true. 
But also, I like to think about things metaphorically because I am very much a subscriber to the belief that reality stems from my own conscience, which might be a selfish thing. <laughs> but your, I don't care. <laughs> your reality certainly stems from your own sub- from your own consciousness. This is true. But you do live in a world, supposedly, where there are other consciousnesses also altering the reality around them and you. But see, I can't prove that there are other consciousnesses outside of my conscious eye. Conscious? <laughs> outside no, of my you're, own. you're thinking of the mighty conch shell. <laughs> the mitochondria. The mitochondria. <laughs> my own consciousness is the powerhouse of my <laughs> reality. <laughs> Reality is just a is just a result of the mitochondria, which isn't <laughs> wrong. This is true because they energize everything. Mm-hmm. Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> energize. Oh my god. <laughs> I I really and truly want to argue with you that your consciousness is not the creator of reality because. My consciousness is the is the creator of reality. See, now this is like a battle of who's the protagonist in this situation. <laughs> well, here's one of the reasons I like you so much. <laughs> is because you're one of the only people that I've encountered in my life. And this is a huge judgment call and I don't like... I don't subscribe to this thought process often, but it is something that I think about. Okay. You're one of the only people in my life, aside from myself... That gives off big protagonist energy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you can't say it's wrong, though. I suppose so. But I think that's just because I have a big ego. But, like, I'm aware of it enough mm-hmm. to, like, put it in the context of my situation. Same. Hence protagonist energy. I have a big ego. I'm just not as loud about it as you are. <laughs> this is true. I like to point it out so people, like, know that I'm aware of it and I'm choosing to do nothing. <laughs> it was a really surreal experience. I, I had this conversation once in high school when I started thinking about, like, how I really felt like... I felt, you know, I felt like the main character in a story. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, I would... I am a... Unlike Robin, I am a humble person. <laughs> Oh, um, excuse me. You are humble in ways. <laughs> in ways. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I thought, okay, I feel like I am the protagonist of of the kind of like local localized story, like mm-hmm. of my friend group. But obviously, I'm only thinking that because I am the only point of view that I can see from. This is true. And so you know, I tried looking at at the point of view from my friends. Um, like specifically I was thinking about for my friends, for my friend Raimi and my friend Ethan. Um, and I thought, you know, I feel like if I were them, I wouldn't consider myself the protagonist of the story, mm-hmm. but I really doubt that that's true. And a few days later, we actually started to talk about this whole like point of view of like viewing your life as a, as a book or a novel Yeah, and like we got down to the question, like, who would be the main characters, who would be the side characters, and one of, and 
then I experienced one of the most surreal things, which is Raimi saying, you know, Sanford, I think in terms of like the generalized life that we all tend to share because we go to the same school and like we generally spend most of our time together, I think you're the main character. Oh my goodness. And I feel like a, I feel like I'm a side character. <laughs> I did not know how to take that. Oh my goodness. It was also very strange in terms of, like, perceiving reality. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. I... The thing is, I often think that, like, everybody kind of has this view of, like, oh, you're the main character of, like, your own story. Which you are. Yeah, this is true. Because it's, like, operating on your own perception of the situation. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how I view myself in terms of, like, other people. I, well, I think in terms... Go ahead. I'm definitely, like, the lone wolf type. (laughs) (laughs) You know? And I feel like that person is often not the protagonist, Mm -hmm. unless it's, like, uh, Edward in Twilight type of situation. And he isn't even really the protagonist. No, it's Bella. Yeah. I, like, I know why I would consider myself the protagonist, and I know why you kind of seem like a protagonist, and it's, it's a quality that we both share, is that we are very, um, we are very aware of who we are. Yeah. That in itself does not lead to, like, feeling like the protagonist, but who we are are very boisterous people this is true we're very charismatic (laughs) and we are we characterize ourselves as that archetype in a book right yeah okay i understand yeah Uh, hmm i think that makes sense i suppose i don't think of myself as very charismatic but i do like I can make friends quickly, but I don't have, like, a friend group. <laughs> you are charismatic. You just also prefer to be more alone than others. This is true. Yeah. Okay. Which is to say you're a complex being and <laughs> not something simple enough to really make sense to put into a novel. That is fair. Or maybe not in terms as we know it. Yeah. This is a note for authors. Make your characters more well-rounded. Please. (laughs) If there's anything to take from this. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think, like, the other metaphorical um, aspects are to that tweet? Oh my goodness. I mean, facing your own mortality. This is true. What I'm really interested in is the act of facing your more your own mortality about to hit you dead on but the fact that it then swerves exactly it like wasn't my time mm-hmm. to be hit by a bike by an old man so do you think that <laughs> <laughs> do you think that was a reality check or do you think that was if you're projecting onto the situation do you think that was you being too good to die. <laughs> I am the chosen one. <laughs> I actually hate that whole chosen one thing, so mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go with that. But I think it was like a reminder of my own mortality because, you know, I'm in my early 20s and a lot of people in my age group think of themselves as invincible. 
but I've always thought of myself as someone who's like really okay with the idea of like growing old and dying someday um but in practice I don't know what that entails Mm -hmm. so it was like a very quick happening of like the outer coming into the inner where like I could have been hit by an old man on a bike and then that is like my own mortality just slapping me in the face (laughs) but then it like swerved out of the way and the spit was kind of like the reminder like oh it's coming for you the reminder I'll always be there (laughs) it's always waiting (laughs) um so if there's anything to get out of this remember that death is always waiting (laughs) but you can avoid it with your own hubris exactly (laughs) you just have to be the main character and then some quest will be brought to you very fountain of youth-esque fountain of youth (laughs) which i actually do not like i'm i do not want to live forever nor nor do i want to stay young forever (laughs) We've had this conversation many a time. I know. But maybe for the sake of the listeners, like you. (laughs) (laughs) Right now it's just your phone. Yeah. But, you know, potentially. Potentially. Yeah. Our friends, probably. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Milo, mainly. (laughs) Shout out to Milo Axelrod. Oh, what is their podcast called? Um, fuck. It's about rocks and how they feel about rocks. It's such a good podcast. It's called Describing a Rock. Describing a Rock. Very simple. Go look at Milo's podcast, Describing a Rock. It's amazing. It's fantastic. They just talk about how they feel about rocks. It feels really good to listen to. Very wholesome. Would recommend. Would recommend. When we were listening to Magnus earlier, the Magnus Archives. Yes. A great podcast. If you haven't listened to it, check it out. It's a horror podcast. It's fantastic. Yes, very good. Um... I really loved what Elias was saying about the concept of being a chosen one. Yeah. Because it's really true. When it comes down to it, the original concept of chosen one Mm -hmm. is nothing special. It's not like destiny or something in your DNA. It's just like a choice that someone made to choose you. Yeah. You were just like the fortunate or unfortunate one you just happen to be the one that they chose yeah yeah which is like not really fate because someone had to be chosen this is true yeah and if you weren't there wouldn't it just fall to another person exactly who was there exactly so it's just all about being at the right place at the right time mm-hmm. cheers to that cheers to that mugs clinks you don't have to say mugs clink, we got the mugs clinking. I just like to reiterate. This is the mug clinking sound. <laughs> they're, they're enamel, that's the weird sound. Um, yeah, it's not like the good ceramic mug where it's like, clink, Yeah. for the glass. I kind of like it, it's nostalgic for me. Okay, I've never had a mug like this. I don't know, a really long time ago. Gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. Um, should we round this podcast out, Robin? I think so. I think it's about that time. Yeah. Hey, uh, well, thank you for listening. If anyone's listening. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, come you have to be more sure of yourself. Where's your hubris? Shout out to the void. (laughs) 
Thanks for listening. Yeah, shout out to The Void. <laughs> biggest, my favorite fan of ours. Indeed. <laughs> um, but anyone who's in that void, thank you. Thank you for, for joining us. <laughs> um, thank you for fueling Robin's ego. Thank you for also indulging Sanford. <laughs> <laughs> indulging me and indulging you. Yes. Wonderful. Uh, this is a very long outro. <laughs> You have to you have to be more sure of yourself. Okay. I have conviction. <laughs> with conviction and with regards, we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Adios. Pasta Hasta la pasta. Hasta la pasta. <laughs> <laughs>